ain't gonna give up Got too little time, I'ma live up Head down, push forward through the tough times Cause anything we're doing is a tough climb Hello there, you delightfully delicious little demons. It's us, your girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are your goblin internet moms. Two goblins on the internet that have many thoughts, interests, opinions about stuff and things. D. Would mm-hmm. it be Chick P? How are you? What? <laughs> I said, would it be Chick P? <laughs> I thought you said, would it be Chick P? And I was waiting for like the pun to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't. And you just, for a second, I thought our streams had frozen. I was like, what? What? Chick P? What do you mean? <laughs> I, mm. <laughs> You know those, like, long tubular decor items that have, like, little fish in it? And it's just, like, all little bubbles that propel the little plastic oh, fish yeah. up. Does it's... your brain ever feel that way? You know, I used to have one of those, actually. <gasps> Sweet. Back when I was when I was knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, um, Dee pulls something out of her ass that's, like, that my first gen... Uh, English learning brain just can't fathom and it short circuits a little bit so sure thing yeah <laughs> every now and then my southern hospital I don't know like the southern southern self comes out you know <laughs> anywho I, I'm, I'm doing great I'm doing fabulous um mm. I'm doing a little tired, but that's, that's I think, just normal for being 30 years old at this point. Baseline resting state. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I've had that same day where I've had, like, the equivalent of three cups of coffee. Ooh. And mind you, I'm a one cup a day gal. Uh-huh. But today was particularly non-intense. Uh-huh. And I felt my bod felt the need for all this caffeine because we got the need for speed. <laughs> and um yeah, I drank all that coffee and still felt really out of it, like, you know, system re-imaging, system processing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you what time did you start your day today? Uh six thirty. Okay. Cause you we're I'm a I'm we're on different time zones. Yes. And so when you texted me this morning saying, hey, are you up for recording? I was still knocked the fuck out. I was still asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, are you up at some eventual time at some time today, perhaps? Yeah. Perhaps um, to record. Not at this very moment. Wake your ass up and get you on the microphone. Yeah, it was, I think at that time, I think it was 7.30 a.m. for me. Mm. And I... My alarm is set for eight to take my medicine every morning. Mm-hmm. And most days I'm already up at that point because I get up super early during the week to, you know, go work out, take care of my body, so on and so forth. Mm. So the weekend is, that's my time to sleep. <laughs> slumber. My, my slumber. <laughs> I woke up like two hours after you'd sent that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! My bad! My bad! I should have just at, like started like, "Hey, does this time work for you?" Hello. Because when you told me the time you wake up during the week, I was like, "Oh shit!" No, I know she wakes up early, but that is really the 
ass crack of dawn. The earliest I've been up for work was probably five, and you still beat me to it. I have started waking up at 4.55 in the morning because that extra five minutes helps me get out of bed. Mm. So that I can then get ready, get downstairs and out the door so that I can make it to the gym on time. Mm-hmm. And then other times that I can make it to my car so I can make it to work on time. Which, that didn't fucking matter. The other day, I went to drive to work <laughs> and there had been an accident on the interstate. So the oh. entire southbound interstate was closed. What happened? Did you see, like... So I, it took me two hours to get to that location. I hadn't even entered the city that I had to get into. And it took me an hour to get back home. Because at that point, I was like, I'm I'm not going to try and fight my way through this traffic to get to work. And I got home, I got logged in, I pulled up the news, and some truck had gotten hit. And it got hit so hard that it had flipped. (gasps) <gasps> like a semi? No, it was just a normal truck. Oh, like a pickup. Okay. Right. And the person, I don't know if it was the driver of the person who hit them or the driver or a passenger of the truck that flipped, but they mm-hmm. were hospitalized. So okay. I don't know. I didn't look any further into it. I didn't do any follow-ups, but I went, oh, that's why I couldn't make it into the city. <laughs> I mean, good shit if it flipped over, and I wonder if it rolled over some lanes as well on the highway. Yeah, I think that's why they had to shut all... Because it's a it's a highway that has technically three lanes and then the express lane. So there are four lanes, and they shut Got the it. whole thing down. Oh, they did not play that day. Mm-mm. So that's why I was thinking, this is super serious, and I'm just going to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well played. What are people doing? Sometimes I wonder what goes through people's minds when they get into their car. Because honestly, for some people, I feel like it's the moment that car door closes, instant asshole, like asshole mode (laughs) activated. Let me tell you. So I was at the Walmart and they are doing work on two lanes or no, I'm sorry, on one lane. So out of the two lanes, one is only available and most people either turn left or go straight. Okay. And because of this work, everyone's piling into the left lane. So by the time the light changes, people go, it changes back really quickly to let the other traffic go that's going horizontally, so to speak. You know, it's there's like a short window of time in which you can actually go. Sure. And everyone's stuck. But like, you know, somehow we're just kind of making the best of the situation. Because what else can you do? Truly, what else yeah. can you do aside from go directly into traffic? Yeah, there's there's Which, nothing. Yeah. And I guess that's a choice, too, if you want to pummel straight into traffic. Yeah, yeah. And then just make it worse for everybody. Um, <laughs> but it's been unseasonably warm, at least where I live. And mm-hmm. so some women had the window down, as did I. And she's sitting... It's like several cars in front of me, and she's sitting behind me, lucky me, and honks, and I hear her yell, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? It's not that big a deal. Right. Because we're so used to rushing place to place, but does it really matter? It's like those people that cut you off only to hit a red light, and then you pull up to them, and you're like, why? 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 Why, though? I curse you and your entire bloodline. Why did you have to do that? Right, and your mom hates you, too. 
Listen, there is the sickest burn I've ever heard in my whole life. One day I might use it. I think I might just keep it in my pocket as like a last resort ammo here. Mm. But it was this first heard by this woman who was playing video games in a public chat. And some guy was just being ranked to her, like rancid, just awful. And she said, let me fuck your dad and give him a son he'll be proud of. Nines in the chat. And I was just dead. I was like, Damn. hell yes. I'm going to keep that and put it in my pocket because even I hurt from hearing that like shit. Damn, son. It was it was intense. And it's it's just creative enough, you know, that people don't expect it coming. No, but tip of the invisible top hat. Right? Absolute boss moment. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I really hope he logged off, went down to the basement where his room is and cried. Just, you know, some self-reflection tears. And some, <laughs> probably some realization tears. Yeah, yeah, self-realization, self-reflection. I think a lot of self-acceptance. Yeah, could could have a good self-reflection cry in the shower. <laughs> it reminds me of this one, this post I saw where the person was like when I was a child, I would dim the lights in my bathroom and oh. turn the shower water on cold and then pretend I was a rhino in the rain. Oh. For anyone who might be thinking, when are they going to get to the point? This is the point of the episode. I just wanted to let you all know, this is Brain Dump 5, I think, maybe 4. I know there's been at least 3. But, you know, it's the week before Thanksgiving here in the United States. We're Mm. feeling good, loosey-goosey. What else is there to it besides just a good old update episode of our lives, who we are? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a true authentic selves like i have no brawn under this sweatshirt <laughs> me neither sister yes free the titties oh ow <laughs> i saw that ripple <laughs> Just, mm, mm. i went to a burlesque show a few years ago to see uh dita von Tees, and it was fun Ooh. i didn't know that you could stick on a cod piece oh what like now? okay so there was one male burlesque performer mm-hmm and, you know, in my mind, I had never seen or, you know, known that there were male burlesque performers. I just thought it was kind of a woman's gig. Okay. And, you know, not to sound like, oh, it's only for women, but it was just so like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and truly like freeing in its expression. But this gentleman, he had what's the equivalent of a pasty, but... For, for his, his cock. For his dingaling? <laughs> yeah, for his uh, <laughs> wiener. And it's it was like this little, it was kind of like a little like diamond sparkly thing, like boop, right at the <laughs> base of his spine. It kind of, I think it was like this th- almost thong piece. Oh. Something was wedged into the crack of his booty. And okay, then gotcha. it went up the front and it contained, you know, his, his uh, front bum. And okay. yeah, and I think he still wore pasties, which I was like, that's a nice touch. But I like you that. know, 
Yeah, me too. And he was so much fun. But also a lot of these acts of the different performers uh, involved water. And I'm like, what are they using? What kind of E6000 are they using? To keep those on. Yeah, to keep their jennies contained. And to my point, though, your booby and <laughs> in all of its boobalicious glory, um, there was one woman that she had pasties with like with little tassels and she would swing her titties in one way and the things would oh, go and they would yeah. yeah and then counterclockwise and i think she did this alternating thing too That's like amazing. how she was moving her arms and i was mesmerized let me tell you I hypnotized by the titties <laughs> i don't think i have enough control over my itties to make tassels dance <laughs> Which is both uh, frightening and impressive. Yes. And I have the utmost respect for your boobies and the individual they are attached to. <laughs> no, I I was just sitting here thinking when you said male burlesque dancer. Mm-hmm. Where would like Magic Mike fit into that? Oh, um... Very seamlessly, actually. Uh, yeah. Magic Mike has more clothes. Really? Yeah. That surprises yeah. me, because Magic Mike is a strip show. But I think they do still kind of keep a thong on, right? Like a banana hammock type thing? No, I'd have to look up... I don't want to look up pictures of Magic Mike. <laughs> right, yeah. Your Google would be like... <laughs> I... back. There's I a was- dick. No... <laughs> Back when I was younger, and by younger I mean in in normal college, undergrad, I went to Vegas because at the time one of my siblings lived there. Mm -hmm. And we went down to the the street that has the light show over top of it. And I can't think of what it's called right now. It starts with an F. We were walking down and looking at the light show, looking at all the stores that were open. It was just after New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were these Chippendale guys that oh. were there taking photos of people. Like, they had a whole booth set up. They were handing out flyers. They were taking pictures. And then they would, like, print them and sign them and hand them off to you. Mm-hmm. So it's these two huge guys that are topless with their little bow ties on and their sleek little pants. <laughs> <laughs> Silky. Just, like, oiled up and shiny and pecs are jumping and... Titties out. <laughs> Being, I think at that point, 21 and still did not know that she was ace, but was very clearly aware that this was not attractive. <laughs> yeah, you didn't look at them and think, wow, those are huge fuckable jugs. Like, <laughs> Right. No, that was not my impression. But my, my siblings that were with me both flocked and was like, we have to get pictures. Oh, my goodness. Let's get pictures. So I come over and this guy's trying to, you know, be his suave, charming self and immediately sees how deeply uncomfortable I am with the situation. <laughs> oh, no. And he just goes, it's okay. Like, you can stand in the middle. You don't have to be near us. Like, we're not going to touch you. Everything. Oh. We're just going to take pictures. And I just, I, it, it made me feel so happy and respected even in a very uncomfy situation for me that I was like Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you have the social 
cognizance to know when mm-hmm. someone is not for this and is kind of getting dragged along into it. Two things. The first thing, you should have mm-hmm. jump, gently cupped his cheek and been like, looking him dead in the eyes <laughs> and said, I love you, male exotic dancer that's greased up. <laughs> And then the second thing, I'm sure they deal with plenty of gropey people, so I'm sure boundaries are of the utmost importance. That's because so I true. mean, just because someone is taking off their clothes for you mm. in, in an entertainment way or not, doesn't mean that gives you free reign to just let your hands go anywhere on that person's person. Yes, ma'am. I I think that people tend to forget that. When it comes to, especially male dancers, there are some ladies who just throw themselves on stage and think that the show is for them specifically. No. Or that men like that. Like, oh, that men love, you know, having women flock to them. No. (laughs) No. No. Consent works both ways Mm -hmm. for everyone involved. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let the man do their job <laughs> truly like they are here to entertain you you it's what like the Je- in japanese culture feasting with the eyes Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah you can appreciate but don't touch the goodies <laughs> you know because it's like even if this person is marking themselves as a product yeah you know or it's like saying that sex workers aren't people too yeah that still does not give you the Goddamn right. No. To even lay a finger on that person. Exactly. Everyone has boundaries. And like you said, even if someone's marketing themselves as a, you know, product of some sort, or that's the service mm-hmm. that you're providing, the pro- the providing service is visual entertainment. And like anything that gets added, I know there are some shows that allow audience interaction but I'm fairly mm-hmm. certain you have to sign forms for that, detailing what you can and cannot do, or sure. what the dancers are going to do and what you should not do. Like, I'm just like saying. Lauren Boebert going to a Beetlejuice show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Iconic, truly. I. These are the people who are running our country. I. I. I hate it here. I'm alarmed, yeah. <laughs> I am afraid. <laughs> Regardless, that's that's how we got here. I, uh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. When you and I were in grad school, I forget if it was our first year or second year, but if you went down, you know, the, like, little village area? Yes. Just a stone's throw from campus, there were flyers at the local pizza place for Thunder Down Under. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. I yes, never ma'am. saw that. Yeah. Um <laughs> there they were oh in all their glory. God. In a college oh. town, no less. Oiled up to high heaven. I mean our college uh ha- held that Halloween drag show. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I guess on a yearly basis to fundraise, they would uh, host a drag show, a drag program. Oh, man. If I, I had know. known, I would have gone. I think I have yet to go to a drag show, and I feel like that is a personal offense to the universe. Like, I need to go. <laughs> I, I, I didn't go to a drag show per se. I went to a roast. 
so featuring alumni oh. of RuPaul's Drag Race. Shut up. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Latrice, Willem, Jinx Monsoon. I bet Ginger that was a Minge. blast. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, you know, different crowd, a uh, different atmosphere, very lively. Just, yeah, everyone having a great time. See, there was, oh, what's that place? It's like Mary's Hamburgers. Oh, Hamburger Mary's. Hamburger Mary, that's what it is. So there's. There was a location that opened uh, up near where my parents used to live, and they went and had a blast. And they're like, you should come. And then I just never had the time to come home to, like, go and see it. Because you had to, res- like, reserve your seats yeah. weeks in advance. Because it's just, it's such a popular show to, yeah. to go to and a popular event. Mm-hmm. <sighs> One of these days. They, as I understand it, because I know there's a few Hamburger Marys around, and there's one in my hometown city as well. Um, they host things like Drag Bingo, too, worth Ooh, checking out. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, the fun doesn't just stop at the performance aspect. No, no. That'd be cool. Man, what else Don't is f- there? I was going to say, well, go ahead. Oh, no. I was like, I hope you go. Oh, yeah. No, I, I will. I will make it, like, a life goal on one of these days. I was just going to ask, do you have any life goals that are kind of fun and silly that you keep wanting to do and you just kind of keep putting off because there's really nothing stopping you besides scheduling? Um, I want to go hang out with farm animals, like, oh. in a maybe, like, a sanctuary setting, I think. I know that's, like, not silly. It might be silly to some people, but, like, I just think they're great. And um, I haven't thought about it. I want to make a rubber stamp. Oh, like, hand make one? Yeah, like, I got this lino cutting set, and I've yet to get going, like, throw myself fully into it. Yeah. Um, So I want to make a stamp for fun. Can you do that with – I thought I saw someone DIY that with, like, a big eraser. Yeah, yeah, you can use that. I got something that looks like truly a a pencil eraser that had been quadrupled several times because I don't know what goes above quadrupled. Quintupled? I don't know. Quintupled, sextupled, hectupled? Sure, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's big. And it's big. (laughs) And flat, Um, but thick still. You know, like a patty of some sort, like yeah, a little yeah. hamburger patty. Um, at Hamburger Mary's, go check it out. Eat some rubber stamps. Um, because it's pink and it's raw. Oh my God. Not FDA regulated. You got yeah, you um, got a patty eraser. Okay. Yeah, and I I I just have to draw a design because it's kind of like the same anxiety associated with stickers of I don't want to let this go to waste. So I want to make sure if I'm going to sit down, it has to be on a day that I'm feeling very focused because those days are few and far between. Um, Yeah, the one brain cell betwixt mine eyes (laughs) is sometimes like, I can't do this anymore. So um, (laughs) I want to make it these conditions. Totally, totally. HR, there is no HR. It's not functioning. Um, Everyone's left the building. It's kind of like Silent Hill. (laughs) Okay. But more regulated, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, 
I haven't thought about it. Let me think about it. How about you? What kind of goals, dreams, aspirations are we talking? Aspirations. I, (laughs) you know, there is a goal that I have and it's kind of a loosey-goosey goal where if I never do it, I'm not going to call myself a failure. But if I do do it, it'd be pretty fucking dope. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is to enter into a weightlifting competition. (gasps) Fuck yeah. I know. I'm finally getting back in the gym after two months off, basically, because I had life just one-two punch me in the face. Mm. And so I'm finally getting back into it, and I really enjoy lifting. I really enjoy getting stronger, moving weights, moving my body. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be a bodybuilder, and I don't want to be a heavyweight lifter. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's lower weight lift competitions that people do all the time. And so, I don't know, I thought it'd be fun if I got to the point where I could actually compete. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very far from any of that, but it'd be cool. But you know what's so nice about anything to do with lifting weights is that you literally feel the progress because you can lift more and more and do more reps. So it's like Mm -hmm. that in and of itself, you're kind of competing against yourself until you get to where you want to be to feel ready to enter into a formal competition. I was getting really close with a lot of my lifts. My Mm -hmm. current goal is to be able to move 100 pounds across the board, Mm -hmm. kind of like 100 pounds on bench, 100 pounds on squat, 100 pounds Mm -hmm. on anything, really. And squat is my biggest biggest foe. It's really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Probably partly just because I am getting up there at age, and stop. I know, but partly I think is it's not just the age piece. It's because I'm fairly certain I lifted more weight than I should have as a child. Got it. Okay. When I was in my formative years, that mm-hmm. now my body is not happy when I try and lift again. Sure. Um. So I just, I have a lot of difficulties just with my hips and my knees going all the way down and then coming all the way back up Mm -hmm. with balance. (laughs) I mean, I remember discussing your bookstore near-death experience. Oh, shit. Which one was that? The big bookstore that you went to and you, no, that was you missing a step and then nearly (laughs) whacking yourself on the corner of a table. But like, I'm sure we've... I could swear we talked about, like, getting up from a squat on a flat surface. Oh, yeah. And still being afraid. Oh, yeah. That's, that's still me, definitely. My my joints crack and pop, and it's awful. But I know that there are hip-strengthening stretches you can do, mm-hmm. and flexibility is probably what I need to focus on. But, so it's, squat is going to be a lot more difficult to make, Versus bench press or chest press, which I've already been hitting 100 pounds at, so. Damn, son. Ugh. Tell me about your routine. Like, how do how do you get ready for that? And then how, I don't know, what is going through mentally as you're preparing for, you know, let's say the time when you feel like I'm ready to increase this weight for this particular, you know, form yeah so i typically do sets of eight i do three sets of eight for pretty much every lift that i do it please no one be like this is where i'm gonna get all my training tips from this is just what works for me (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And I was doing 10 and I dropped it down to eight because eight seems to be a happier number, especially because I am trying to put more weight on, but people do things to like failure or whatever. That's not me. So I will typically start pretty light on my first set. I'll do a weight that I know I can lift that I'm not going to have an issue with. Mm -hmm. And then if it's super light, super easy, I tend to just go up 10 pounds at a time because um, you can put fives on and then you can put tens on and then so on and so forth. It's easiest Mm -hmm. to move up five pounds at a time unless I, you know, put on my weight, my lightweight and think this is nothing like I'm moving air at this point. Then I'll go, you know, an additional 20 pounds or, you know, add on that much. Um, Mm -hmm. But typically what I'm, What I'm thinking of is how does my body feel while I'm moving the weight? How do I feel when I'm done moving the weight? And how much do I think, you know, you you just kind of visualize once you've been lifting enough, how much five pounds feels, how much 10 pounds feels, how much 20 pounds kind of feels. And also thinking, what have I lifted before in the past? What is a goal that I have been? Is this going to meet or exceed that goal? Mm -hmm. But it really, I really listen to what my body is saying when I'm done lifting my eighth rep and I'm sitting there and I think, I don't feel like I got anything out of that. Or no, that's perfect. Or I need to drop the weight because I thought I could do this and I can't. Mm -hmm. And if you're going daily or even several times a week uh, that the body feels different day to day. Some days you can Mm -hmm. be absolutely crushing it out there, whatever it is. And then other days you're like, I want to slither down my stairs. (laughs) See, that's – and especially when it comes to individuals who have a lot of estrogen in their bodies, Mm -hmm. Um, those who have the uterus and and the fallopian tubes, all of that fun stuff, right? That is – our hormone cycles are 28 days. Mm-hmm. Versus, 28 days later. Uh-huh. Versus <laughs> men's hormone cycles, which are 24 hours. Must be nice. Must be fucking nice. So we go through different phases. And there are some phases then that our body is like more tired, more exhausted, more... You're not supposed to lift heavy on these days. You're supposed to focus Mm-mm. more on stretching, on like just kind of stamina situation. And then you've got phases where you have a lot like, you know, you, you feel better about yourself. You're feeling good. And I don't remember what these phases all are called. They each have their own names. I highly, highly suggest anyone with a uterus who does weightlifting to look into those phases Because it really helps you kind of get the idea of why one day all of a sudden you're able to bench press or or hip press 150 pounds. And the next day you're like, I'm barely pressing 90. What is going on? Mm -hmm. And that's what's going on. It's your body and your muscles and your whole system is just like, we don't wanna. (laughs) (laughs) It's rude. Also, what the fuck? (laughs) No, it's it's so annoying. But yeah, that's why 
And I never knew that until, you know, this last year and a half or so that there are days where I'm just not going to be able to lift what I normally can. And it's not any fault of mine. It's just that's the phase that my body is in. Isn't that wild? Like, nature has cycles, right? Mm -hmm. Everything that exists in this world has cycles and goes through seasons of sorts. And within 28 days, our bodies do that thing too. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is really crazy how one day, like you said, you're feeling on top of the world. And then the next day you want to just literally cut your head off with a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (coughs) I and in listening to my body, there are days that I don't go to the gym. My current goal is to go three times a week. But there Mm -hmm. are some times where I'm just like, I I don't I don't want to. And it's less of an I don't want to. It's like it's just not in the cards today. I don't have it in me to Mm -hmm. get dressed, get to my car, drive to the gym, do an hour and a half session, and then come home and then still be expected to do everything else that day. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. That's not a failure. (sighs) Yeah, I I tend to just get up and I do have a pre-workout drink that is not really pre-workout. I drink it until it's gone, even if I'm at the gym. And... I always finish off my lifts with treadmill time. I do um, elevation walking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I put my elevation up to seven. That's where I'm at right now. And I'll just oh, walk. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'll walk for 15 minutes. At I try to do three miles an hour, but when I haven't been working out for two months, I'm down to like 2.8, which is it's just right there, but I'm telling Ballpark. you. Ballpark. Ballpark, baby. I'll tell you what, that point two. It'll kill you if you're not ready for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done like those stair cl- climber things? Oh, no. Listen, I when I went to the gym, I used to love that shit because within 10 minutes, it was just sweat. But I was like Mm-mm. climbing stairs like a motherfucker. It was I, awesome. <laughs> I think I only ever did stair climbers once. And it was at our... School, at grad school. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I see people all the time on these and how much they love them. And I got up onto it and I got to the top and I was like, I'm really high in the air right now. (laughs) And my only thought running through my head is if I fall, I'm going to have a serious problem. (laughs) Uh, Was it in the main building where our office was for the job we shared? No, it was at the gym. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, at grad school. Yeah, but, like, at the gym at grad school. Oh, that place. Okay, okay. Yeah. My bad. I thought you were like, I'm going to generalize this into the, like, real world and climb the stairs of that building where we had our office on on the top floor. Fuck that. We were on floor 10. Are you kidding me? I'm not walking up that. The highest floor on campus, which is also great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no thank you no i was talking about like the machine at the gym and i was terrified yeah yeah fair enough man i really misunderstood that so hard my bad <laughs> you're like at our office it's like no what do you mean yeah, what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> oh man what's what else is on your mind though what's what's swimming around in that noodle noggin of yours my noodle noggin um snakes snakes of spaghetti 
Um, sometimes, do you notice how, like, everything smells weird? Elaborate, because maybe. Like, some days you feel, like, and I have a shit nose. Let me just preface this by saying that, that I have a terrible nose. Oh, okay. Um, and some days everything smells weird. Now, I have actually a really sensitive nose. You're like Tanjiro. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But I I smell things that a lot of the times people can't. And sometimes I don't know if I'm going crazy until I'm with another person who has a really strong sense of smell. And they're like, no, that actually smells like that. Okay, thank you. I'm not crazy then. Mm-hmm. But there are times where, or days that, like, my lotion will smell slightly off or something that I enjoy will smell a little off and then I don't enjoy it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's related to cycles or if that's related to my spicy brain. I don't know exactly. But yeah, no, some days things smell just off, just slightly off. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, this talk of cycles, like maybe my nose cycles too. Because <laughs> listen, listen, isn't the smell, wait, no, that's vision. Um, You know, <laughs> the occipital lobe. So if you like, when you get into a car accident, for instance, God forbid, you get into this uh-huh. accident and your head flies forward, it could hit uh-huh. something. Yeah. But it also flies backward. So there's yeah. a ricochet effect. And, you know, our brains are just floating around in that no- these noggins of ours. Yeah, in fluid. Yeah, in fluid. What is that? Synovial fluid? No. Sure. Sure. No, something with a C. Cerebral spinal fluid? Yeah. I'm girl, really we're not doctors. On- I don't yeah, My know. bad. <laughs> um, I'm just like, what have I retained from school? Oh, not much. Not <laughs> yeah, let's me. do a live quiz on the air. Um... <laughs> But there's also the thing called brain shearing because you know how like the f- when our skulls fuse, it's like little ridges inside. Uh-huh. So your brain, when it ricochets really hard against something, it smacks into something, and then it smacks back to the other side. Yeah. Um. Before it's like I'm gonna float back to the middle and just chill again. Yeah. Um. Your brain in that bumping, like you shear your brain. I didn't know that. Yes, and like with the occipital lobe, because I think it's connected to vision. If you hit that hard enough, I believe you can actually be temporarily blind. Oh, well, yeah, I think definitely when when you... Uh, everything is so intricately tied together in the human body. I don't like that. You don't like that everything's intricately tied or the fact that you could go blind if you hit your head too hard? Both of those things. They make me mad. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of similar to that, um, the study where the guy got a rail spike through his head and it changed his personality, but he still lived. I was going to call him Synovius Gage, but I I know it's Gage something. (laughs) What is that Harry Potter character? (laughs) what's his name something gage uh phineas no um i might be phineas gage that sounds about old-timey and right i'm gonna look it up i think you're right phineas gage i was yeah right synovius gage what the hell (laughs) 
He was a, an American railroad construction foreman remembered for his improbable survival of an accident in which a large iron rod was driven completely through his head, destroying much of his skull and brain, but he lived. And before the accident, he was known as like this really, you know, kind, dandy man. Right. Everyone loved to have a chat with him. And afterwards, he just turned into a monster of a person. Like, was just very short-tempered, very angry all the time. Impulsive. The case study that started this idea of, of personalities being tied to your brain. Yeah, and in the frontal lobe, particularly, the part of the brain that develops last. Mm-hmm. And I would argue mine is still kind of fermenting <laughs> some Listen. days. We, we as a, a society in the States, in the United States, we just need to let people cook just a little longer before we start throwing <laughs> shit at them, okay? Why do you think an 18-year-old has their life figured out? Who told you that? Do you not remember being 18? You are a fucking dumbass because we were all fucking dumbasses. Truly, truly. But what are we talking about? Like, are we like in a hot pot? Because I want to cook in a cauldron. <laughs> I <laughs> I think it's up to you. I think you can choose wherever you want to cook, my dear. Very good. My our third co-host is clicking on my keyboard and stuff is <laughs> popping up. Oh no. <laughs> she's ready to cook in mama's lap. Yeah. Oh god, she's so cute. <laughs> Do you ever like see something so precious and you're just like, "Oh my gosh." Oh my god, this thing is real. Like, this exists out in the world. Yeah. That your heart kind of just goes, oh! (laughs) Yeah, my little Grinch heart just like... (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Grinch, are you looking forward to the holiday season? Um, yes, but only in the sense that, like, I have a childhood friend coming back from overseas to visit. Oh, hello. (laughs) she's so perfectly framed we have matching ears today you do i call these my little shrek ears i know they're barriers but they're shrek ears i like it thank you for the listener i put on one of those like goofy little headbands when you try to keep your bangs out your face it's precious thank you i like it too um but there's bear ears attached to it um (laughs) So, I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I'm just a bear. <laughs> Anywho, you've got a childhood friend coming home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's coming back home. So, I'm excited to see her. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just get a little overwhelmed. Like, being at the store yesterday, I was like, people are already hugely impatient, as we just heard with mm. the lady that was like, what the fuck is going on on this yeah. day? Um, just waiting, you know? And I feel like that ferocity is brought out even more so during the holidays when it's supposed to yeah. be a time of, like, good vibes, love, and peace, and spending time together. Turns yeah. into, like, I need this slow cooker, Charlotte. And if I don't get it for my niece, you will... So help me God, I will end up in prison. Yeah. From the murder that will just take place. Um, and people get stressed and like so pressed about things and like rush, rush, rush. And mm-hmm. and that's the stuff that I don't like because it's the complete opposite in trying to be more giving. Mm-hmm. People somehow pervert 
that yeah flip it yeah um so that's the only thing i don't like but um what about you are you very much like this is this is my time baby i I don't know (laughs) (laughs) that says a lot my glitch moment there in my brain it's Uh uh-huh i really enjoy giving gifts to people and sending mm-hmm, gifts to people mm-hmm. and giving just in general. Um, I hate traveling back home, <laughs> like back to my where I grew up to celebrate mm-hmm. these holidays, especially yeah. just with I would like to change up the holiday season in a bit in my own personal life mm-hmm. and do more research on how to celebrate how we used to celebrate this time of the year. I want to get more into like winter solstice and celebrating how spring is just around the corner and like the sun will come back and that kind of aspect. I could live without this uh, commodifying Christianity bullshit situation. Sure. Fair enough. And so it's just, I don't know. Yeah, that's where I'm at of I really enjoy this time of year because it brings people together. I just wish that mm-hmm. the the bringing together piece was less religiousized and more just like this time of year is a time to bring community together just because of how dark and how cold it is and yada yada yada. Like people have always gathered together at this time of the year simply because Seasonal mm-hmm. affect depression has existed for centuries. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> so yeah, I I think lights are really pretty. Like I love seeing, you know, light shows and, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And getting together with friends and family. And just kind of having that community situation. And this is the only time of year I feel that businesses allow people to have that community time. And so that's what I look forward to. Less holiday focused, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. And particularly since you are kind of exploring this new spiritual path, I think it's really nice to see, like, with the change of perspective as you delve further into that on your journey, seeing that out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just saw a video on Instagram the other day that was saying how people should go to Target because Target has brought out their pagan holiday decorations. Excuse me? So they have a lot of black-themed, like, decorations. So they have black felt deers and candelabras and all of this stuff kind of out in their holiday sections now. Target knows its audience. (laughs) So, well, here's the thing is I went to my local Target and I saw none of this. I saw one black Christmas tree and I was like, excuse me, where are the deer? Where are the candelabras? I want more of this. Yeah, I was promised a candelabra and a black velvet deer. <laughs> I was promised pagan and I got barely anything. And, and you hissed at them. You jumped on your broom and you flew away. <laughs> yes, I got on my broom and I flew into the night. Outraged. <laughs> <laughs> a pox upon this target <laughs> but no I um, I've 
already got a cart full of books because I get books for all of my nieces and nephews every year. Oh. And I think what I want to do this year is also branch out and get books for the friends that I get gifts for every year. Because there are four people I tend to buy things for every year. You being one of them. And I just like giving the gift of books and giving the gift of stories. Maybe that's just my Mm -hmm. little library and heart. But I feel like that's the best gift you can give someone is a story. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love that so much. And that's one of the, like, thousand billion reasons that I love you. Oh. See, it's anytime someone out there is like, they're so hard to shop for, buy them a book. Okay? Buy them. You should at least know someone to some extent if you're going to buy them a gift. Mm Mm-hmm. A book is pretty easy. You know? Yeah, yeah. I remember it isn't like a book book per se, but I got you coloring books. Oh, yes. For your birthday and then for Christmas. And I love them. I actually have my dragon one is back here on my art table. And I was just coloring it the other day during a work meeting so that it looked like I was taking notes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll never tell. But yeah, that was that's my favorite part, honestly. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So I'm like, that's fun, too. It is. I love them. So thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, then you can be like, look at these uh, amazing, talented uh, coloring skills that I possess. <laughs> I deserve a raise. Why? Look at this dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the gradient is perfection. <laughs> I used a white colored pencil to blend. <laughs> Seamlessly. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Just one day, I hope we either have a boss or become our own bosses enough to be like, I appreciate you mm-hmm. and your coloring. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can be just just two ladies having a sit-down conversation saying they appreciate their coloring <laughs> skills. <laughs> <laughs> That's women supporting women, y'all. supporting women i love your coloring skills (laughs) i i would live i would live truly um i was watching a show and they held an anti-pageant so it's like the exact opposite of what beauty pageants would want you to highlight okay so like one of the categories was like tackiest gown another Uh one was like basically saying the worst things that you did to elicit (laughs) a reaction of disgust okay and I forget the the second category, but I'm like, those are my girls. I could I could probably sign up for one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's like, when did a bikini determine your worthiness? Listen, I you should listen to Casey Musgraves. She's my homegirl. I love her, but she has a song that's called Pageant Material. Nice, and it's it's. Chef's Kiss. I listen to the whole album that that song came from all the time. <laughs> Can I just say, if I was in a pageant, I would just want a really big wig, like an unnecessarily <laughs> huge wig. And that's it. What color would your wig be? A big old blonde, a la Dolly Parton. Hello. Okay. Yeah, I can respect that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I love my natural hair color, which is uh, dark brown auburn. Mm-hmm. But... I think for that, I would just have to go 
you know, big hair and blonde. How about you? See, I would probably go with a really fashionable neon green. (gasps) Nice. Just, you know, something that's really going to pop and make those judges do a double take. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Would you put on an outfit? I mean, I'm not going to go up naked, so I'd put on something. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have like a pink morph suit. So I'm like, do I put that? Like, do I pair? Does that pair well with my blonde wig? Do I put on my Sailor Mars cosplay? Like, what do I do? I was just thinking either. I feel like you could do this one of two ways, right? You could go in full tilt cosplay to an, a beauty pageant, not a cosplay, you know, pageant, but a beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. And see what if anyone catches on, or you could do like one of those inflatable costumes. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> like the inflatable cows or Teletubbies, and then have the wig. Because <laughs> you know, like the wig is the spotlight here. Like that is the the accessory. <laughs> I really want to see a pageant where someone's special talent is cosplay. Okay, I really want to see someone just walk out full, you know, anime style, just killing it. Like, that's what I want. I'm so tired of people spinning batons or playing the piano. Like, mm-hmm. make it interesting. Can yeah, reciting fun? a monologue. Right? Like, <laughs> everyone knows that. Of course you can do that. But, like, what about a real personal passion or hobby that you have? I'm tired of making this. Let's make it a little less pageant, okay? Let's make it a little more fun. <laughs> Yeah, like eating, uh, swallowing a sword, spitting fire. Um, What else? What else is like a good, very niche habit? Um, Playing the accordion. Listen, if we, if if Miss USA can walk out onto the Miss Universe stage as a fucking transformer, all right, I think that little anime cosplay is going to be fine. Listen, because you know how, like, at these anime conventions um, or cosplay conventions, they have, cost- uh, like, costume contests, right? And it yeah. doesn't matter if they're, like, handmade or not. But there's this one lady that I know of, this cosplayer, where she did, like, a Sailor Moon-themed one, and she had nine or so costume changes. Oh, my God. Within, like, just a few minutes. I'm sure it was less than five minutes. But it was just like, wow. bam, 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 you know, and I, I was dead. I was deceased. If if she didn't win, it was rigged. I don't know how to tell you that. I don't know how to break that yeah. to you gently. It was rigged. That's amazing. I think she, right. And I think she did. And I'll send it to you. But I haven't seen anything like it since. And I'm like, you're right. If Miss America or Miss USA did not, then they should get into it because- that's representative of the people. I think people are very much into anime culture and mainstream. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't it be reflected that there are weebs out there? Absolutely. Weave it up, girl. We got yeah, you. Yeah, singing the song of our people. <laughs> Hatsune well, Miku. <laughs> Hatsune Miku walked so Miss America could run. oh my gosh oh my gosh you know what i saw this one thing where it was like you know how sometimes with the colors color names people go off it was like periwinkle blue it's aquamarine and so they had named something where it was like uh robin's egg blue tiffany blue um cerulean blue 
Miku and <laughs> oh my god I and love I was that. just like yeah there was one somewhere that it was called Titan Green and it was the <gasps> exact color of Aaron Yeager's eyes that is chef's kiss I know before we get into a whole another hour-long conversation oh god about, yeah you're right you're right <laughs> I just want to maybe wrap this one up and see if yeah, you had any sure. last comments or or things that were on your mind that you should tell the people so much but we don't have the time how about you (laughs) i same and i think one of these days we should just put an unedited two hour long episode up and just be like this is the shit that we have here's a rough cut (laughs) this is me (laughs) this is real this is (laughs) if anyone knows where that song's from (laughs) With that being said, thank you everyone for listening. If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, shout us out into the universe, and send us to your friends. Tell them that we are awesome and worth listening to. We will see you in two weeks. Stay alive, friends. Hatsune Miku. Cool. <laughs>